Welcome to another Gospel Rant. I'm back with Allie Sinyard, my youngest daughter, and we're talking through the Enneagram, what does the Gospel say to various Enneagram numbers, the nine Enneagram numbers, and today we're going to be looking at what is it like to be a six. So first, welcome back, Allie. How are you? Doing great. How about you? I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of still thinking I'm a five. We'll see when we get to nine, but... Uh, I'm, I'm getting comfortable with being a five. Mm. It's, it's but fitting. comfort is a very nine thing. Oh, oh. Would oh. you say you feel at peace with being a five? I'm not at peace at anything. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, so whatever. I'm, I'm liking a five. I'm liking the five. But we want to talk about six. I'm not liking six for me. I just have to say up front. So from the road back to you, an Enneagram journey of, to self-discovery, a book that I've been using uh, for our trek. Uh, he starts off, what is it like to be, uh, in this case, a six? So let me read these really quick. What's it like to be a six? I'm always imagining and planning for the worst. Two, I often don't trust people who are in authority. Three, people say I am loyal, understanding, funny, and, and compassionate. Four, most of my friends don't have as much anxiety as I do. Five, I act quickly in a crisis, but when things settle down, I fall apart. Six, when my partner and I are doing really well in our relationship, I find myself wondering what will happen to spoil it. Seven, be sure I've made the, being sure I've made the right decision is almost impossible. Eight, I'm aware that fear has dictated many of the choices in my life. Nine, I don't like to find myself in unpredictable situations. Ten, I find it hard to stop thinking about the things I'm worried about. Eleven, I gen, I'm generally not comfortable with extremes. Twelve, I usually have... So much to do, it's hard for me to finish tasks. 13, I'm most comfortable when I'm around people who are pretty much like me. 14, people tell me I can be overly pessimistic. 15, I'm slow to start. And once I do get started, I find myself continually thinking about what could go wrong. 16, I don't trust people who give me too many compliments. 17, it helps me to have things in some kind of order. 18, I like to be told I'm good at my job, but I get very nervous when my boss wants to add to my responsibilities. 19, I have to know people for a long time before I can really trust them. 20, I'm skeptical of things that are new and unknown. Type six, the loyalist. Now, in the book, he says that he believes, and he said other people who are into this believe that the majority of the population of the world are sixes. Hmm crazy Mm -hmm. sounds like people who are struggling with anxiety on the surface i mean who doesn't but you know i'm saying more than most yeah but you can totally see in in american culture at least that it would make sense that it's one of the most common types especially if you think about like and i've heard this talked about before in a podcast about sixes the tactics we use in media and news, it's all fear-based. So like a constant awareness of what's, um, yeah, what's happening, right? Like uh, it's, it's doomsday preparation constantly and you are, you're rewarded for that, right? Like you get immediate response to being afraid. That's what they play on. Gee, well, something sounds wrong with that, but 
that's created system. That's not innate system. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I often, and that comes back to like, are we born with personality or is it developed over time? But I also think um, without going into that, it could be a question of supply and demand. We know that the media acts this way because it gets attention this way. Right. And so what do people want or what do people respond to? I won't say want. what do people respond to fear. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, mm-hmm. that sells. Um, yeah. I mean, every, every news network has this banner that pops on the screen. It's news alert and, and nobody's thinking it's good news. Right. Right. No, there's very rarely good news because if it was good news, why would you watch it? So sixes have learned to trust their own experience and their own experiences. Things can go good for a while, but ultimately they fall apart. Yeah. It's always the calm before the storm. And so what, what makes them the loyal? Yeah. So, um, well, on one side of that, if you're looking at the counterphobic versus phobic. So Explain you have, that because that was really interesting. Yeah, I think – to the best of my understanding, counterphobic um, are people who uh, are constantly challenging authority and also are denying fear um, versus phobic, which are submitting and becoming extremely loyal to an authority figure and are actively responding in fear. And so I've heard people identify as either counterphobic or phobic. It also can be just like, what specific situation you're in. So people can mm-hmm. rotate from be- being phobic and counterphobic. Mm-hmm. So I think part of that is once, once you have been vetted by a six, mm-hmm. right. Uh, they become some of the lo- the most loyal friends. They will die for you. They will fight for you. They already know what the worst thing is that could happen. They've planned for it you and they've decided it. that you were on their team. So if something goes wrong in your life, they're going to fight. I think a, a big part of it, like they're, experience with authority comes from not trusting character. And so once they've decided Mm. they can trust you, there's Mm -hmm. nothing that will change that. If you let that down, if you betray that, boom. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard it written somewhere and I've seen this, that sixes can be often confused for ones or eights uh, because a six will fight if if they're trying to protect you, right? Like an eight, or they can look a lot like ones in that they are making sure things look a certain way. Mm -hmm. Sixes are often characterized as being over-prepared for everything. They're the ones with Mm -hmm. the, with the mom Mm -hmm. bag, right? Like just in Mm -hmm. case they've got bug spray and band-aids and syringe and like, who knows what could happen because they've already processed it in their head. So they're very calm when something goes wrong. They've played the negative scenarios as the positive scenarios. They've planned and replanned and questioned and Yeah. So a six is who you want in a doomsday situation, right? Oh. In emergencies, they're like, oh, I know exactly what to do. Yeah, I've been expecting this. So because this has already happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why like you think about where it says like sixes tend to be funny and compassionate. Yeah. yeah. One, they feel like they've experienced the worst thing that could have happened in your life. Right. And also Mm. like it's the, it's the basic nature of a comedian, right? Like you, you make fun of the extreme pain that Mm -hmm. has happened. Mm -hmm. You, Mm -hmm. you're able to laugh at what you're really actually nervous about happening. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, what if this crazy irrational thing happened? A Mm -hmm. six's mind is always going to go there just in case they're always looking for the exit strategy or 
Um, he mentions yeah. uh, Woody Allen as a phobic six. Yeah, the counterphobic are ones who are wary authority figures. And they keep a, this is quoting from the book, Road Back to You. They keep a weather eye on those in charge in case they try to pull the wool over someone's eyes or pull a fast one. They question authority. The, the phobic sixes want to please authority. They're loyal. They seek to please obey the rules. They're deferential to their bosses, trying the best to please because they view authority as their only source of security. Right. And it's that, Very different. that need for security. So it's not like a six wants to overthrow things. They want to make sure they're secure. So if you are threatening that in any way, mm-hmm. they become an overthrower in order to establish security versus if they feel secure with you, they mm-hmm. will be with you to the end. Mm-hmm. You mentioned C-3PO, which I thought yeah. was great, and Frodo right. Baggins. I think that's perfect. Right. Right. <laughs> Classic. Ellen DeGeneres, John Stewart. Yeah, these are, these are people who use fear for jokes or for, to, to make a laugh. Where does a six come from? What is it? What happens in their childhood that they, I mean, were they insecure? Were their parents distant or critical? What's the deal? Hmm. Assuming it's nurture. That I'm not really, I'm not really sure of. It, it might, it might say a better kind of answer in, in the road back to you. They need support and security. So my assumption would be that there was a, a lack of that mm-hmm. in, in their development, right? Mm-hmm. So they didn't necessarily see their them being supported or they saw maybe a constant need to prove themselves or they weren't able to trust an authority figure in their upbringing mm-hmm. and that kind of mm-hmm. stuck with them. Mm-hmm. He says in the book, they're Velcro for messages, kids who are sixes, Velcro for messages like don't swim for 30 minutes after you eat or you'll get a cramp and drown. Never talk to strangers. Growing up, I heard all manners of crazy warnings, but few stuck. But when these kids figure out the world isn't safe and the adults in charge can't always be trusted, mm-hmm. meaning bad things happen, yeah. they respond by obeying or rebelling, phobic or counterphobic. Yeah. It's interesting that they would be either very loyal or very critical george carlin that was the other counterphobic george carlin yeah so if you think about the the fear responses it does make sense like the fight flight freeze fawn kind of thing right but like the main two being this fight or flight mentality of if i can't trust you or if i'm afraid of you i'm either going to run away or i'm going Mm -hmm. to stay here and Mm -hmm. i'm going to fight to Mm -hmm. stay here so So how are they in relationships i think the sixes that have decided that that I <laughs> can be uh, can add to their security um, mm-hmm. are extremely loyal people who will do anything for me. Um, yeah, yeah. You keep going back to the loyalty, and they call the loyalist. It's almost a cognitive dissonance happening. Yeah, um, right. I think they have been hard for me to understand until I realize that I go to parts of them in stress. And so I'm starting to kind of empathize with it and recognize that the sixes are the people that I know I can call on and they will, they will be there in a second. Um, I think also sixes are, are people that I specifically enjoy to plan things with because they're often thinking through things that I wouldn't go to naturally. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're that planners. might be, Right, right. They're prepared for things that maybe would have never crossed my mind as possible mm. outcomes. In my experience, they are people that that want to champion you. The only thing they're needing from you is the assurance that you're loyal, loyal that you're there. Yeah. Um, and that's something that 
to me as a nine <laughs> comes very natural, right? Like I'm like, I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm, it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so it so tends share to that. be, yeah. mm-hmm. right. It tends to be a very kind of natural combination, at least, at least for me, they do. And I, I find this interesting. So on Enneagram Institute, it's talking about sixes in, in stress and in growth mm-hmm. and uh, sixes become threes in stress. So you see this competitiveness and this arrogance and this need to prove, right, that comes up in in stress that make threes um, very demanding leaders in, in stressful times, right? Like, because they, they see what needs to be done and now nobody is trusting them. Mm-hmm. So they're put in this anxious position of, okay, fine, I'll do it. And not trusting anyone else. Uh, mm-hmm. And then in, in they won't growth, meaning. right. In growth, mm-hmm. um, it says that they take, they become more relaxed and optimistic, like a healthy nine. Uh, so when you see a six, like leaning into that growth, they, they can really be a calming presence that it's easy to trust because you know, mm-hmm. okay, nothing is going wrong right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, if a six is calm, I feel like that gives everyone else license to calm down because that means nothing. <laughs> you know, like There's they've already thought through. About. Yeah. So like if, uh, yeah, if a six walks into a room and they're not looking behind the door, right, mm-hmm. then I know it's safe to walk into the room. <laughs> um, it almost to me is like a litmus test so the canary um, in the coal mine yeah maybe maybe and maybe that's me me being extremely here's here's, here's a, this is not a healthy six but he this is road back to you sixes are always going back and forth about things and that can be exasperating in relationships they decide then second guess they decide then second guess and just when you think they've made a final decision they'll wake you up in the middle of the night and say they've changed their mind sigh mm. and then he quotes jody Picot. Anxiety is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you very far. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. So that can be maddening. Yeah. Right. They're thinking about it. Right. Right. And they're also. You want them on your team. Yeah. You want them on your team. They're fueled by anxiety, right? Like that, that often leads people mm. to action. They have the energy to get it done, right? Because they're afraid of what would happen if they did They're didn't. not sleeping. Right. <laughs> right. They're very productive in general. We don't want to totally generalize, but. Right. Yeah, I think sixes, you can trust them to do what they're going to say. Mm. I, I think that that indecisiveness also comes with this element of honesty of like the the thoughts that a six has, they're not going to just sit with, right? Like it's going to push them to action in either direction. I, I like the the symbolism of, of the rocking chair of like the back and forth and that makes sense. But you also see the movement of the back and forth. Sixes mm-hmm. are, are people who feel pretty openly, which can be a back and forth, but they're going to tell you what so, they think in that moment. Here's another thing he says that, that applauds sixes. Sixes are sharp, analytically minded troubleshooters. Yeah. They love being on the underdog team, trying to res- resurrect a company or failing program, particularly when others say it can't be done. But they have thick skin because the, they've already considered the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. So they might as well fight to win. Right. So it makes them, uh, it sounds very competitive. Very Loyal, combative, and anxious all at the same time. Yeah. Six employees will ask you a lot of questions, not because mm-hmm. they're opposing you right. necessarily, but because right. they're trying to figure out what they're supposed to do and make mm-hmm. sure someone else has looked at the big picture. Right. And should to understand your wrong. motives, right? Are you somebody mm-hmm. that I should obey or run mm-hmm. away from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they're not sure, it's just a bad relationship. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it really helps sixes. Well, I've heard sixes say they appreciate this. I don't know if it helps in the long run, but to know the underbelly of an organization, like they would Mm -hmm. rather know all of the ins and outs, all of the gross behind the curtain of things that are happening in organization, Mm -hmm. um, versus ignorance is bliss. Um, Mm. so they would like to be up and close and personal with the person in charge so they can know, even if it makes you concerned and worry. I mean, you know, when right. you watch them make Which, sausage, it's never good. Right. It, it might even make you more upset, but at least you know. And really? so you can then kind of frame around, okay, is this person somebody I can trust? Is yeah, this safe? That, that, that's interesting. Are fives the opposite? Because I just do not mm-hmm. know. I don't think that's a five thing at all, actually. So you just, because <laughs> fives want to know everything, right? Like they're the oh. people who are asking all the questions, trying to get hmm deep into it i just think um, i can run the company better uh, that's what is that uh, is that arrogance what what is that's that just arrogance <laughs> yeah, that's not a personality trait that's just <laughs> we're off the numbers there. sin yeah <laughs> um so sixes can either have a five or a seven wing these sixes are more introverted intellectually cautious self-controlled and apt to seek security through allegiance to authority figure so they overthink Once. things is what he says. They suffer from analysis paralysis. They ruminate yeah. too much, which can be exasperating to the team, but they're looking for security through the team and the authority. So it's, it's insecurity magnified. Yeah, but also I think more so internalized, which is very five, right? Like fives have the, the inner sanctum or the, the place that they need to go to feel safe. So- I have no idea what you mean. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how about sixes with a seven wing? Yeah. Read, read what Road Back to You says. Uh, they're a delightful surprise. How about that? <laughs> Reflecting the playfulness of the seven, the enthusiast, they are entertaining, animated, and adventuresome. What? That doesn't sound like a f- six. They're willing to risk, albeit only a little. So the boundaries of the six are stretched to accommodate more options. Mm-hmm. What? So the way that I've seen that, because think about this, the sixes are the only type that have two uh, completely opposite factors that can be true about them. The phobic versus counterphobic. Okay. Um, so if you can, uh, sevens, right, are often paired with like an adrenaline junkie, right? Like they like want to go and experience the exciting thing. Mm-hmm. A six can be driven by fear to do the same thing, right? So it's saying, oh my gosh, you know what would make me so terrified? Like the thought that I might die from jumping out of a plane. Let really? me go do that. So go to a, a, a Halloween movie. Yeah, right? Like we go to fear for entertainment. And I wonder if that is more of a six wing seven thing. Mm. Um, and again, within those wings, are you phobic or counterphobic? I think there's a lot of fluidity in all the personality types, but I think especially among the six, because there are those two subtypes. Um, that are unique to only that number. So it makes a lot of sense to me. Cause I mean, again, think through like sixes being known for being kind of funny and out there and like comedians identifying as sixes. Yeah. Uh, that's a, let's laugh at my anxiety. Let's laugh at my pain because I know it's ridiculous, but I'm always going to feel that. Quote from Brene Brown. Faith is a place of mystery where we find the courage to believe in what we cannot see and the strength to let go of our fear of uncertainty. So now she's talking about it. Now we need to roll into what difference does the gospel make to a six? And once yeah. again, simple, uncluttered gospel. Wait, Jesus... pause real fast. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, Brene Brown identifies as a six. Oh, really? Yeah. 
That's what I've heard, at least. Okay, now, so maybe fun, so, fun yeah, maybe fact. Maybe that's yeah, why he quoted him there. That's good. So, yeah. uh, simple uncluttered gospel. So, Jesus follower six, strictly because of what Jesus did for you 2,000 years ago, God has to love you. He does love you as much as the Father loves the Son. The Son loves the Father, no matter what you do or don't do or fail or uh, good things happen, bad things happen. He can't love you any more than he does right now. And I know we don't feel it all the time, and anxiety happens, six. But, um, but you can go to the Holy Spirit and ask for his peace. Ask for, for, for the Holy Spirit to make you feel safe, uh, shalom, peace, loved, and secure. Uh, little by little, not perfect, that's heaven. But you can, on a daily basis, you can ask the Holy Spirit to give you power to, in your powerlessness. What do you think? Yeah. And I think if all the numbers did that, we'd all be fives, and that would be great. Cause, oh, cause... my goodness. <laughs> right, all right. I think the whole element of, like, he loves you and he has, he has to love you the way you are. Could Ultimately, be insecurity is about that. Well, no, there's harm, too. Sorry. But... Well, and recognizing that, like, the, the authority of God mm-hmm. that you're choosing mm-hmm. to... Yeah, that you're that you're trusting also is looking out for your well being, which I think is the ultimate goal, right? Like he is he's trustworthy. Like he loves you unconditionally the way you are as you are in this moment. Um, and honestly, what we found out, and Calvin built on this and Luther built on this, I need the Holy Spirit to make me feel that sometimes because sometimes I don't feel that. Yeah. I feel like God has let me down. I mean, Psalm 22, Psalm 88, uh, Jesus on the cross. Um, you know, it, it feels like God's forsaken me. So I actually yeah. need the power of the Holy Spirit to make me feel like God has my back. And right. I would think of six, you know, if, if they feel like God has let them down or overlooked them or been unfair to them, I imagine that's that's berserk land for a six. Mm. They would feel betrayed by God. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they need this prayer uh, as much as the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. What? Yeah. All right. Any last things you want to mention about a six? Um, Majority of the planet. Yeah. I think sixes are, are good people. I also appreciate that you said Berserko land instead of crazy town. Thank you. I'm, I'm expanding, you know, the, yeah. as a five, I study these things and, you know, oh my goodness. <laughs> one of the other things I forgot, we talked about this in the, in the pre-show uh, when you and I talked was if you go to a six and say, stop being anxious, it generally makes it worse. I think if you go to any human and you tell them to stop feeling what they're feeling, not five, is... we don't have feelings. No, I just, I don't think that that's ever actually productive or helpful. And I think it's only belittling to people. So I think yeah. as humans, we need to get better at saying, yeah. like, you you feel that way. And really all you can do is sit with them that in that emotion. And you can offer truth, but mm. the truth is not what you're feeling is wrong. Yeah. The truth is, <laughs> or have you're you wrong. looked at? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I think it, emotions are pointing to are pointing to something. Yep. So let's look at that something. Let's not say, hey, stop feeling that. Yep. That's good. Well, hey, well, very pastoral of you, Allie. <laughs> Everyone uh, should go to counseling. That's everybody. <laughs> there we go. There's the, yep. you, you got your money's worth in that there session. <laughs> and I agree. We all should go to counseling. All right. Well, that's enough for, for this 
trip through the Enneagram, Enneagram number six on the Gospel Rant. So, Allie, uh, we're going to have you come back and do seven. Seven's a lot of fun, right? I mean, this is how we're getting into more outward party kind of folks, right? Sevens would love to be told that they are lots of fun. Really? I thought I was a seven for a while. I was told I was a seven for a while. Okay. Right. Well, you never know. Let's see. I might be a seven, too. But you we go. never know. I'm not a six. I've, I've, I've taken one number out that I'm definitely okay. not. Okay. All right. Thanks again, Allie. And we'll see you next time on the Gospel Rants. Farewell. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, you can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.